Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. my god welcome to the viking aids podcast the official podcast of the viking we do this every monday and thursday night at 6 15 p.m central time right here on the viking aids youtube channel and if you miss it we have you covered in podcast form the very next day on apple and spotify but however you listen make sure you're liking subscribing giving us a good review because we never want you to miss a new episode and we do not want you to miss an opportunity to win a Justin Jefferson jersey. Check the comments, the description below. All the instructions are there and the rules and all that stuff you probably don't read anyway, but it's great. Uh, do you play your cards right and you could get a purple. It is purple, right, Adam? You could, it's, It could be purple, it could be white, it could be whatever color. That, it could be yellow. Yeah. It, it could, could be. be, it could be. I, I don't know. I, I've seen them. They always trigger me when people walk around with yellow Vikings jersey. <laughs> it's like, we don't have those guys. Um but yeah, whatever color you want, number 18 jersey right on your back. But anyway, my name is Chris Shad. I am a contributor at the Viking Age as well as Zone Coverage and Bring Me the News. On your right is my co-host, Adam Patrick, who is the managing editor of the Viking Age podcast. And holy shit, what a game yesterday because the Vikings demolished the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, it was uh, I'm just not going to even pretend like i'm gonna be political it was fucking amazing um <laughs> it was it was week one i know everyone's gonna be like oh settle down but it, it was very enjoyable like um i don't know if i've enjoyed uh a vikings game at least early in the season that much in in quite a while like i can't remember that early maybe 20 i don't even know I don't even remember like an opening game where I was like, yeah, this is, this is, this is really good. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was great. It was great. Uh, it was great. Cause it was a good win. Everything went pretty well. No one really got hurt. Uh, it was against the Packers. Uh, Packers fans were just losing their minds. Aaron Rodgers was super pissed off at everybody. He was getting demolished. Um, so yeah, it was, yeah, it was fucking great. It was great. I, I, it could not have gone better. Honestly, 
I mean, we'll talk about the rest of the NFC and everything later, but I mean, just what was going on on that sideline was euphoric for Vikings fans. I honestly felt like I was taking what Aaron Rodgers has been talking about all off season. <laughs> That's how good it felt. Like I, I was just like high as a kite because you, you had Aaron Rodgers basically looking like he didn't want to be there. They, they beat him so bad. They turned back the clock to 2019. That game they won against the Vikings in U.S. Bank Stadium uh, to basically clinch the NFC North. I think they had to win a game next week, but they mm-hmm. that was basically when they clinched it. He looked like heel Eddie Guerrero walking around, just like miserable, doesn't want to be there, wasn't high-fiving his teammates or anything. Same haircut, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's got mm-hmm. the – his haircut is basically like 90% of the WWE roster right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. I saw somebody compared it to Roger Klotz, uh, if you're a little bit younger, that's the bully and Doug. Doug, yeah, yeah, yeah great yeah. show, by the way. If you're if you're bored and just want to do some, if I take I my head know, off, I look I look like him. So yeah, because I got red I got red hair, so I look like I'm Roger Clots. <laughs> you do got um, the Roger Clots yeah, haircut. Um, but yeah, I saw. Well, you sent me the meme of, of like of CM Punk. He's got he's got the CM Punk haircut. That's what he has. Yeah, yeah. So, I yeah. <laughs> work with work with fucking children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly that's exactly yeah exactly what he acted like yesterday too well let's uh let's dive into some of the offensive stats and we got to start with justin jefferson nine catches a career high 184 yards and two touchdowns Kirk cousins had 23 to 32 277 and two touchdowns dalvin cook on the ground 20 for 90 he also added three catches for 18 yards um we got to start here with Justin Jefferson because I I think that's the biggest takeaway from Jeff- Sunday. Justin Jefferson is back, and I got to take off my purple. I want I want to see the world through. I haven't taken them off since the game yesterday, but I mean, <laughs> it's very hard because they're polarized, and I can't yeah. see my computer screen. So yeah. you go ahead and talk, and I'll I'll get my life together here. Okay. Uh, yeah, Justin Jefferson. I mean, what can you you say about yesterday? We uh, already knew he was arguably one of the best receivers in the NFL. He said before the season that he wanted to be regarded as the best receiver in the NFL by the end of this season. Um, I think maybe he should just change that to the, by the end of week one, because he looks like better than pretty much everybody in the NFL. I know Devonta Adams had a pretty, pretty good day uh, on Sunday as well, but um, Justin Jefferson, like every time he got the ball in his hands, it was a big play. Uh, he was going down the field. He was wide open. Like you have, if you're the Packers and you have multiple months, like to prepare for week one, you know, you're going against Justin Jefferson and he ends up being that wide open on not, not one play. It was like all day. He was just wide open. Like that's embarrassing. And I know, uh, a couple of the corners, the couple of the Packers corners after the game, or like complaining, like, oh, that's embarrassing. Or, and Jair Alexander was like, oh, I should have shadowed him. And it's like, it's really not that simple, first off. Like, you can't just be yeah. like, I'm, I'm going to shadow him. Um, and then second, it's like the Vikings were going to do whatever they could to make sure that Justin Jefferson was going to get open. So that's a lot of Kevin O'Connell. That's a lot of Wes Phillips getting him just in the right spots. Going against Preston Smith. Um, like, that is... That 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 image that that replay and you see just Preston Smith trying to cover Justin Jefferson. I just started laughing because I was like, "This is exactly <laughs> what the Vikings 
want the illusion uh, of complexity yeah and that's right? not going to be the, that's not going to be the first time that happens like they're going to be playing like the bills or whatever later this season you're going to see like von miller probably trying to cover justin jefferson oh man i just remember that the vikings and bills are playing this season that game after week one that game that could be really exciting um but yeah justin jefferson is really good he had you said 184 yards. That's the most week one receiving yards by a Vikings player in team history. So he's just just starting off, uh, you know, his third 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 season, his third season in the NFL with uh, uh, another another team record because he doesn't have enough of those already. You know what I thought as Justin Jefferson was going off like the entire first half? Run the ball, Gary. Run the ball. <laughs> We got to run the ball more. Like, yep, yep, establish yep, yep. the run. Run yep. the ball. Like, here's the thing. Justin Jefferson went off and, like, everybody still got theirs. Like, Dalvin Cook had a good game. 20 for 90s, not 23 bad. touches. Yeah, he had 23 yeah, touches. I, I mean, it's not like you, you just kind of reverse the order. It's like, okay, we're going to have Justin Jefferson there, and he's going to open things up in the box, and then we're going to ram Dalvin Cook up the middle or in into space more accurately with Kevin O'Connell. My yep. biggest thing was just I loved everything Kevin O'Connell did schematically in this game. The first drive was just shoot it into my neck. Like, screw my van. Just shoot it right into my neck, <laughs> which is probably something that Aaron Rodgers does. But, I mean, <laughs> it, you start off with play action, and it's a easy completion to Johnny Munt, which I thought was brilliant. How many games have we seen in the Mike Zimmer area where – you know, they have Kirk Cousins. Oh, it's third and long. Better chuck it up. No, like have Kirk throw a six. I mean, a, if you're checked down on first down, it doesn't hurt you, right? Yeah, get, get him in a rhythm. That's a good play. So they got him in a rhythm. They had their first, second, and 10, and they ran out of it, but it came out of a four receiver set, which, like, when they lined up, I'm like, I can't tell you that last time the Vikes ran a four receiver set. Like, I was just like, it trips and then to ran one the ball. side. Yeah. And then, and then they ran the ball. Justin Jefferson's running all over the place before the snap. They go all the way down the field. They go for it on fourth down, which is something that Mike Zimmer's not. In. Mike Zimmer was probably sitting on his ranch going like, what is this witchcraft? <laughs> like what, what is going on? Like this, this didn't work. Like with, and Dion's like, Hey man, calm down. Like this, this is how things are done now. Um, <laughs> and then you have Adam Thielen's co comments where he's just like, I've never been a part of an offense where you're just attacking and attacking and attacking no matter the score or the situation. Who could he be talking about there? I don't know. Like, it sure as hell wasn't a high school coach. It wasn't a Mankato State coach. I'm pretty sure it was Mike Zimmer. But uh, Yeah, well, Zimmer's the only head coach he's had in the NFL. Yeah. With 2013, I think he was on the practice squad, and that was Leslie Frazier, but he never played. I don't think he played in the season at all. So, yeah, Mike Zimmer's really been the only head coach Adam Thielen's ever had with the Vikings. So, yeah, he's definitely talking about Zimmer, and that's not a surprise. But I, that fourth down play, um, I liked it a lot because, like, I don't even know what the Packers – well, again, I don't know what the Packers were doing. Like, someone just – like, they just ran away from, from Justin Jefferson. Like, like, the guy – the farthest corner on the outside went to the inside thinking that I guess someone was over there. Someone will get him. Uh, Justin, and, he was shocked. He was yeah. that open. He's he said he's like I thought Jair was right behind me, and he was he was like oh, fifteen yeah. yards behind. Him. Yeah, because there was there was one catch where he had where he caught it, and he he didn't even really look ahead first. He kind of just ran five yards backwards, and then then started going. And I think that's what he was talking about, where like he thought someone was right there, but nobody was there. Yeah. So yeah, 
but this this Packers defense, we've been hearing all all summer, like it's supposed to be one of the best in the league. This this trio of corners is supposed to be, you know, one of the best in the league. Uh, they didn't look like it yesterday. No, no they did not. And Kirk Cousins, like you got to give credit where it's due. Mm-hmm. Like he looked like a different quarterback under Kevin O'Connell. He looked confident. He he didn't look like he was looking over his shoulder, worried about a mistake. I mean, he let he moved in the pocket, like <laughs> yeah. he like that touchdown to Jeffrey. He mm-hmm. stepped up and yep. delivered the ball. He underthrew it, but I mean, it, he wasn't doing that under Mike Zimmer. So, like, yeah. is that coaching? Is that you know bleep you Zimmer type stuff? I mean. They slowed down in the second half, but I mean, like, you know, we're, we're kind of joking about like the Packers being like a great defense, right? They're a good defense. Like, I don't think good, that yeah. was them yesterday. And, and like, I need to smoke after this. Like, I don't, I don't even smoke, man. But I mean, it, it was that good watching this offense. Smoke, yesterday. smoke cheese. Um, smoke I'll, cheese. I'll give you, I'll give you a football term for you. Kirk had command of the offense. Uh, I'll give you that. Like he football. Yeah, he felt yeah, he felt like uh he could just it felt like when he was out there he could just he was in control. He wasn't worried about some a head coach like uh get reaming him, you know, when if he goes to the sideline, he wasn't worried about that stuff, he wasn't worried about not getting someone the ball enough. I mean, he did throw to CJ Ham once, so he did get that out of his system. Did throw to CJ, uh Johnny Munt, you mentioned uh, a couple times. I think he was the second leading receiver in terms of, in terms of catches yesterday, yeah. so he he had to have that. Um, but yeah, he he made sure he got the ball to Justin Jefferson. Now I believe that Kevin O'Connell had a big uh influence on that, being like, Hey, Jefferson is open like every play. You need to throw it to him. And then he started throwing to him. He's like, Oh yeah, he is open every play. What are they doing? <laughs> Revelation. Uh, and this is not this is not gonna happen uh every week. Or maybe yeah. it will. Maybe, maybe it will. Maybe this will be the the '98, you know, Vikings version where everyone's like, "Oh, Randy Moss is going to be open every week," and he was. <laughs> um, but they play the Eagles next week, who just gave up what 35 points to the Lions. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel pretty good about this this offense, the offense as a whole. Like you mentioned, Dalvin Cook, he had over 100 total purpose yards quietly, like no one even noticed. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, Dalvin Cook over 100, 100 total yards. No big deal. Just, just casually, yeah. Like, here's the thing: Dalvin Cook's a good player, but I mean, the the amount of times that he can take over a game and be the sole reason you win it are are very few. Like Justin yeah. Jefferson, look at Cooper Cup last year. I mean, yeah, Justin right. Jefferson could have a season where we're not talking about the Cooper Cup role anymore. We're talking yeah. about the Justin Jefferson yeah. role. Someone's like, gonna, hey, someone's gonna hire Wes Phillips and be like. This player is going to have the Justin Jefferson role. <laughs> it's going to be all. It's going to yes. be a cycle. Yes, that that is a tough flat circle. And, and like, here's the other thing with O'Connell too. Before I talk about the defense, like that culture that he set, you could see it. Think about yeah. the last time we saw the Vikings in a regular season game. It was a freaking funeral. Like Mike Zimmer was going to get fired. Justin Jefferson was mad because he didn't get the rest. Anthony Barr was at the podium eating a freaking popsicle because he's just like, yeah, man, it's over. (laughs) Like they're trying to feel better about life. Like now it's just like you have Kevin O'Connell, like jumping up. He's high fiving players. He's like fist pumping and everything. Like they're, they're up tempo offense. Like everybody's running around. They're dancing in the locker room. It's like, what is this? What, what is this team? Like, it's awesome. 
It was it, it was good. Now, I will say, it's only one game. It uh, is. We've seen this before with, with the Vikings. In the same game. Yeah. Um, so, as exciting as it is, we'll talk about overreactions probably later or whatever, but like... Mm-hmm. I'm 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 tempering my my reaction. I enjoyed it a lot yesterday. I was hooting and hollering or whatever, but but I also know experiences before in the past and it, it didn't turn out very well. So hater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the defense. Let, let's let's get more positive yeah. eyes. Yeah. People yeah. people were talking on this show back in April, like you guys are not positive. Watch this show, man. Yeah, Listen yeah. to this show. You want you positive. Go. When they win, we, we do things like this. When they lose, we bash the hell when out they, of them. When they fire people, we we get negative. But we get angry. You know, when they beat the Packers by 16 <laughs> points, we get positive. So on the defensive side, uh, Zadarius Smith actually wanted to kill the Packers. Because sometimes we <laughs> see players like be like, I hate this team. I want to beat them. And then they do nothing. Like Zadarius Smith, murdered the Packers uh, on Sunday. He only had two tackles and he had a sack, but he was possessed. Like, remember that mascot that AJ Dillon killed uh, during the summer? Like, Zadarius Smith went up to him and basically reminded him he had a family because he tried to stop a lot of blitz and got murdered. Like, (laughs) scrape him off the turf uh, type of, you know, pancake. Uh, You look like you, you you don't remember the play. No, I'm looking up uh, Darius Smith's pressures. He only had two. Um, he only so had, like, but it felt like more. The, the, but the Vikings as a as a whole, which Darius Smith helped create, had 18 pressures yesterday. So, yeah, like, everybody got in, in on the action. And Delvin Tomlinson actually and and Daniel Hunter led the both team or the team with three pressures each. Like Jordan Hicks had a pressure. Patrick Jones the second the sequel. Uh, DJ Wanham had pressures. Harrison Phillips, Eric like. I know the Packers were missing their top two uh, offensive tackles, but the interior of the offensive line was fine. They were they were not hurt, but yeah, yeah. the this 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 pass ru- pass rush of the Vikings, if they stay healthy, it looks it could it could do some things. I mean, I love that Aaron Rodgers tried to throw a block on Zadarius and he swatted him like a fly, yeah. and then he got up and like got his face like. I bet you won't hit me. But it was yeah. like, you do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just like get out of my And then he got face. knocked out by his own offensive lineman. But <laughs> but he but he didn't get evaluated for a concussion. The guy who knocked him out got the concussion. That yeah. Makes, that makes sense. Uh, uh Jordan Hicks had a rough day in coverage. I think he had a PFF grade of 47, but who cares? He had 14 tackles. Whatever, yeah. Uh Harrison Smith had an interception of Aaron Rodgers yeah. is the first interception by Aaron Rodgers against a division opponent since 2019. Uh, Daniel Hunter had a sack. DJ Wanham had a sack. Like, is this a trend or a mirage with the Vikings defense? Well, I'd like to say it's a trend, but you know, they also allowed, I believe like 6.2 yards per rush yesterday. And if the Vikings offense was not, you know, firing off cylinders and being ahead, I, I think like that could have came to bit them in the butt. Um, also that they almost, they got really lucky with that, uh, that Christian Watson drop on like the very first play mm-hmm. that could have changed the entire game. Uh, Cause Patrick Peterson got smoked. Um, and then that didn't happen again though. So they, they made, they made adjustments to make sure that didn't happen again, but 
Next week, they're going against Devonta Smith and uh, A.J. Brown, so they better get their shit together. Um, but I like, you know, I like the defense. The, they they utilize the crowd noise uh, to their advantage. Uh, the pass rush was was awesome. They, had, they were in Aaron Rodgers' face like, I felt like every play. I know it wasn't, mm-hmm. but pretty much every time he dropped back, unless he got rid of the ball quickly, like they were they were there. Um, and that's that's fun to watch. We haven't seen that in a while, maybe like the heyday, maybe like 2017 when it was like Daniel Hunter and Everson Griffin and Anthony Barr getting after guys. Um, but it's fun. I, I, I feel like I forgot how much fun it is to watch defense too because the Vikings haven't been good on defense the last two years. Despite Mike Zimmer being the coach, they haven't been good on defense. And yeah, they made plays in the secondary. They didn't even have Lewis Seen out there. Harrison Smith yeah, came up with an, an interception. I think Andrew Bynum came up with, he was part of that play on that final fourth down. Uh, with Eric Kendricks in the end zone there. So, yeah, there's a lot to be excited about. But just like with other things, there's still plenty to work on, but it's a really good start. Like, I think it's more fun, especially against the Packers, with that quarterback looking yeah. like Aaron Rodgers looked like he wanted to go in a shack and smoke some peyote like in the middle of nowhere. Well, they took him out. Yeah. Didn't come back for the last drive. Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. Just just like That's last year. His, I mean, his his face though, like, you know, they have that that meme or whatever or, or phrase hanging in the Louvre. Like his face after Christian, <laughs> Christian Watson dropped that pass because he was so wide open. He just they showed it so many times and it was great every time. But like his just like miserable face, like oh, I gotta like I gotta work with these guys. And at the same time, I'm thinking, hey dude, maybe you should have spent some more time this summer with your young receivers instead of going on like all these Acid podcasts <laughs> to uh you know stick it to the media uh you know because you're the victim of everything but like but no you know he and then he and now he's the one getting mad at at you know the young guys because they don't they don't know what he likes and it's like well you weren't there yeah and this is what happens um so i don't feel bad for him but it was just really enjoyable every time he looked frustrated which was most of the game <clears throat> so it was a good time Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like Matt LaFleur questioned his team's effort. It's week one. 
Yeah. He went into the locker room and he's like, what's wrong with you guys? Like the look on everybody's face was just like, what is happening right now? Like nobody, nobody on the Packers had answers for it. They looked completely unprepared. It was like Adrian Peterson fighting an adult. Like, you know, I, I mean, where are the smokes? Like, Shoot it into my veins or, or just crush it up. And I'm probably going like way this, too far on the drug scale here, but you know, I'm trying to think, is this like the best you felt after they beat the Packers? Like 2017 was pretty good, which when 20, they knocked 2017, out? Uh, yes. And, and you know, like it always interests me. Cause like when I talk to Packer fans about that game, they're just like, Oh, you're cheering for people who get hurt. And I'm like, no, nah, if you, if Aaron Rodgers wasn't your quarterback, you would understand yeah. like, yeah. you know, just, just the way that he acts and everything else. Like, and you know what? I, everybody who actually meets the guy says, it's not that bad. Cool. Good, cool dude. Yeah. But I mean, the way he comes across to people who like just general fans like you and I, it's just like, you want to see that dude get pounded in the turf, just like, you know, with the haircut and the podcast appearances. And I played on Percocet, but then they didn't test me and blah, blah. Like, I'm sure like the NFL is just like, all right, Aaron Rodgers, every damn week, we're going to call him now. But I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll make, I'll make a prediction here. I don't think he's going to be MVP this year. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think he's going to be well, third straight. And here's the thing about the Packers. Like, they looked like shit in week one last year. And then they won yeah. 13 games and yeah. Aaron Rodgers won an MVP. Yeah. So, I mean, I I'm not bearing the Packers after this game Mm-mm. at all, Mm-mm. but I, I mean, for one week to just come, I, I mean, we didn't know what to expect in this game. So to have it completely unexpected, like there's maybe like a 5% chance that this would have happened. And like, yeah, I mean, the happen, Vikings is like, all right. People picked them to win, but I don't think people picked them to win by 16 points. I don't think. No. Any, I, didn't, I didn't think well, that was going to happen. Michael Irvin thought Kirk Cousins is going to throw eight touchdowns. So there's um, there's a lot of things you could say about Michael Irvin. Speaking uh, of drug use, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, hey, he's he's cleaned up now. He's doing good. Um, man, uh, oh, my dad just sent me a text and said he liked your comment about Adrian Peterson. So doing <laughs> doing good with that. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, Aaron Michael Rodgers. Irvin in the White House. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Aaron, just yeah. Like, it's not even like Tom Brady, where like I used to just not like him because he was so good. Now I just kind of respect him because he is so good. Uh, I don't think I've ever liked Aaron Rodgers. Um, uh, and now I just have even more reasons not to like him, just because he feels so. It's like a better than attitude. Not I didn't. I always felt like he was like this chill dude. And whatever, like he's good at he's the Packers quarterback, so I just have to not like him, and I didn't really care about him off the field. But now he, I just like, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I can understand why like your family doesn't want to talk to you, or or be around you, or you know, you've you've broken up with like seven girl, girlfriends in like three years. Have you uh, ever seen like the interview he did with Laura Oakman, like on a beach, and he had a guitar, and he was just like, I don't think so. strumming. I yeah, don't, I don't it, it was. That. It was no. weird. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, know, though, my Laura's favorite... just like, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> but um, I was going to say that this, you said, what, 2017 was a good Vikings Packers win. Um, I'm still probably going to go 2009 with, with Favre. In the oh, yeah. Against the Packers. Uh, well, even what, the Jer- one in Lambo was good, too. Yeah. Didn't Jared Allen have, like, 
four sacks or something in that game. Yeah, he went off. Yeah, so those are those were good. Uh, this was good too. Don't, let's not let's not get it twisted, but yeah, and this this has a, this has the feelings though of ninety eight Monday Night Football in Lambeau, uh, and Randy Moss goes off, and people are like, oh, like these guys are good. Now it's only week one, um, so I'm not going to get the same feelings, but like it has is I I had similar vibes from it, but yeah, it's only one game, but they're off to a really good start. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you texted me. Hey, let's let's talk if people are overreacting to this game. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I'm a little worried. I I'm still there. I mean, I'm not a pessimist, but. Like you said, we've seen it with this team. I think uh, if you're a Vikings fan, you have to be, though. You have to expect the worst. Like, so, realist. so one of the, Let's one say of the things that Luke no, Braun no. did in his documentary yeah. Yeah. was he talked about, like, shoveling snow. And, like, you shovel snow, and it just comes back again. You have to shovel yeah. it again. Like, yeah. that's that's the Vikings, which yeah. is brilliant. But uh, 538 drank some purple Kool-Aid. Uh, they doubled the Vikings Super Bowl odds. Uh, it went up from 3% to 6%, and you're like, well, oh, that's not a big chance, but uh, it is the fourth highest odds. So you got a 6% chance to win the Super Bowl, but Justin Jefferson's a genetic freak. So you got a 5% chance at best of beating me. And the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Sorry, Steiner math. Um, <laughs> but the Vikings went from 35 to 1 in Super Bowl odds to 25 to 1 and people are now crowning them as the NFC champions because the rest of the conference was oh my god bad this weekend Rams bad Bucks not great Cardinals yikes Saints eh, they won but they were down by 16 in the fourth quarter Uh, 49ers you know the scene in Toy Story where like you know, Andy's got Woody and he's like, I don't want to play with you anymore. And he throws yes. him in the garbage. Like that's yeah. Kyle Shanahan with Trey Lance right now. Like I, I don't want to play with you anymore after you traded like five years of first round picks to go get him. Uh, the Packers. <laughs> okay. So, so let's ask, are we, are we overreacting here or what? Oh, for sure. Uh, 1000%. <laughs> um, like I said earlier, like we've been here. Plenty of times. 2016. What do they do? Start five and zero. Like yeah. here we go. Got Sam Bradford. We're good. We got this defense. We're good. Just, just 2003. Explode. Start yes. six and zero, and then yep. all of a sudden, like Nathan Pools catching touchdowns in yes. the end zone. 2006. They went one and zero. They finished six and ten. Um, let's see. I I found this out. They finished one and zero like eleven times in the last twenty years, and they've only made the playoffs five times so that's 45 percent. now on the flip side i also mentioned this that in each of their last four nfc championships appearances so 98 2000 2009 2017 those teams all started one and zero. so you can either look at it take it from either way but yes let's let's slow down uh this is football injuries happen so i'm not you know you know hoping that anything happens, but it's part of the game. Look at, look at the Cowboys right now. Their season's probably already over. Um, Cause Dak, Dak Prescott's out. And hey, don't discount <laughs> Cooper rush, man. Listen, we we've seen what he can do. Yeah. We've seen um, what we can do. Is he, uh, is he going to be out for when they play the Vikings? When do they play the Vikings? 
Six to eight weeks. So that would be week be seven be or week nine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one and oh. Oh God, Cooper Rush revenge game. <laughs> oh, no, 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 Kirk Cousins revenge game. Okay. Get well, get well soon, Dak. Get well soon. That's gonna be a game where Kirk Cousins throws for like 400 yards. Seems like Zimmer's not here, so I can just do whatever I want. But yeah, I can call timeouts now. <laughs> let's let's chill out. Like you mentioned, the Packers got blown out last year in week one. That was a weird game where it was like in Jacksonville and, and Jameis Winston was just he threw he threw like five touchdowns, but he had like 150 yards passing. So it didn't yeah. really make a whole lot of sense. Um uh, he's so weird, by the way. Uh, that's a Jameis game in a nutshell. That is the only yeah. thing that would have been better is if you would have thrown five picks on top of the five touchdowns. Also, Michael Thomas getting so excited about two yard touchdowns is exactly uh the way I remember him because good for him though. No, he's good. It's good that he's back. I, yeah, he was out for a while. He needed those. I still don't like him. Um neither do I, but <laughs> good for him. But yes, let's let's chill out. Like the, the Super Bowl odds at the same time. I think the Bucks have are the only NFC team that has the the better percentage chance or whatever on five thirty eight. They didn't look good yesterday. No, the Vikings look better than them. Yeah. Now this is the Bucks and the Tom Brady's known for getting better as the season progresses. But who's to say the Vikings can't do that now with with their coaching staff and their philosophy? So yeah, I mean, I don't think we ever thought this team was capable of reaching the Super Bowl heading into this season. And now people think so. So I'm still hesitant. I'm really curious about next week's game. I think next next week's game will tell us even way more than than uh, this week's game for sure. Because I think the Eagles are really good and it's going to be on the road, tough environment. So I'm looking forward to see what happens next week. I need to see them do this next week in Philadelphia to yeah. be like full flat. Like if they beat Philadelphia, it is on. Like, I, I think it's on because after that, what you come home, you face the Lions. They're tough. They got all this. Grit. Yeah, don't, don't sleep on them. They're like four wins. <laughs> but they hey, fought pretty I, hard. They were they fought pretty hard yesterday. Hey, I love Dan Campbell, man. Oh, yeah. He is like, you know, you and I are wrestling fans. He's like the ultimate baby face right now. Like you, yeah. if you're not cheering for Dan Campbell, you you don't have a soul. He's like Daniel Bryan and like what, like. WrestleMania was it thirty? Not th- not thirty. Like a couple years ago when he had that awesome run, where yes. like everybody was cheering for him. The ultimate underdog. Yeah. Like so, but I mean, you go home, you face the Lions, right? You mm-hmm. hop on a plane to London, play the Saints on a neutral site game. They're beatable. Come home, you play the Bears. They're beatable if you're not playing them in a monsoon and it's you know indoors. Then you go to Miami. Miami's gonna be tough. I, I'm still not yeah. sold there. But I mean, they didn't. They, you they go won five and one. But, you go yeah, they four won, and two. They won yesterday, but they didn't. They didn't look that good. Like the Vikings won, and they no. looked good. But, um, but yeah, the schedule now for the Vikings. You mentioned like the Lions, the Bears coming up. The Cardinals do not look good. The Commanders barely beat the Jaguars. Cowboys. Who knows if Dak Prescott is gonna be ready for that. Patriots, not good. Jets, not good. Colts look terrible. Giants, I don't know about them. I told you. I told you. I had a weird feeling about them a couple weeks ago. And they they just upset the, the Titans. So they're, they're a weird team. I wouldn't be shocked if they were kind of decent this year. And the Bills, obviously. I think the Bills is just going to remain the toughest 
game on the Viking schedule. They win that game. Oh man. Yeah. So this team has a split personality and it's still the same roster. Like remember the Pittsburgh game? It's like they're I I what were they up? I, I don't it was 30, 29, I think. 29 points. Yeah, 29 points, and then Pittsburgh, like it took a drop in the final play to like beat them. Speaking of Pittsburgh, so. why do we always keep doubting them? Like everyone was like, Oh, yeah. Bengals are gonna win by like two touchdowns yesterday. And I'm like, Mike Tomlin's still the head coach. Like they lo- they they got and rid he's of got Brian Forrest on the staff too. Yeah, and they like, got rid a of coach. a quarterback who wasn't good. So yeah. like <laughs> everyone's like, Oh, Bengals, and I'm like the Steelers are good. They lo- they just lost TJ Watt for a while, so I don't I don't know how good they'll they'll be now. TJ yeah. brother of JJ and Derek. They just can't help bully themselves. people on the subway. They, they need to be on the injury report. Like if you're a Watt, you have to you have to be in the you you're in the NFL, but you have to be on the injury report for like a certain amount of time. And you have to make a John Cena comeback table. Yeah. Like you know, it's just like, <laughs> my God, it's JJ Watt. My God. Oh my God, because he JJ Watts hurt already. He didn't even he hasn't even played yet. He's already hurt. <laughs> what's your What's your biggest like surprise from Week One? Like, what's your hottest take around the league? Yes. Um, I like the I don't like I said I like the Giants. I think they got it's similar to the Vikings. It's a different vibe. They probably feel more free and loose in that locker room. You know, Daniel Jones has his problems or whatever. But I, I think in Saquon, Saquon Barkley looks like he's back to normal. Um, so yeah, I'm, I I would not be surprised if they and that that division they're in, like the Commanders. We talked about the Eagles. Eagles can be good. The Cowboys probably aren't going to be good. So like, and the NFC is pretty pretty wide open. Like I was, I don't know. Like there wasn't a whole lot maybe that surprised me yesterday. I uh, the Colts surprised me. The Colts did yeah. surprise me. That was embarrassing. I'm mad at Matt Ryan because it cost me money. Uh, can't throw two touchdowns against the Texans. Come on, man. Um, but yeah, there wasn't there wasn't a ton. I feel like tonight might be a surprise. Maybe maybe the Seahawks beat the the Broncos because we're everyone's assuming the Broncos are going to be like they they're a Super Bowl contender because they got Russell Wilson. But like, mm-hmm. did they did they improve the rest of their roster as much? Because I don't think they did. Um, and the Seahawks, like they always play hard under Pete Carroll. So who knows? It's, and week one's weird. Week one's always weird. So what here's about you? My, yeah, I think here's my take. I think the Patriots are the new Vikings. Like, remember how it was last year where you just kind of knew it was oh, like okay. ending. Okay. I was wondering like, where you you're had, going. I'm like, the Vikings don't I mean, have six Super Bowls. Yes. <laughs> but, but I mean, here's the, so like, yeah. I mean, that's a huge difference. Here. But I mean, like, <laughs> Bill Belichick is like looking like Mike Zimmer right now. Yeah. Where he's just old, he's trying to hang on and everything else. And like, you know, it, he's still a good coach. Like, same with Zimmer. Zimmer was a good coach. But I mean, Bill yeah. Belichick just, I'm going to hire Joe Judge and Pat Patricia to run this offense. Like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Like, it, it's like Zimmer. It, it's basically like, but but I think Belichick's smart enough to be like, okay, I need to be hands-on with the offense, but he's not an offensive guy. It's like if Mike Zimmer all of a sudden was just like, Kirk, I'm gonna start working with you. And Kirk's like, ah, uh, no, you're that's not. when things went wrong though with the Vikings. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Mike Zimmer would be like, RPOs. Now we're gonna get pff, get rid of these. Get these out of here. Just <laughs> I formation, run it up the gut. Okay. No question. Where's Dalvin? 
Yeah. He loved yeah. Dalvin so much he signed a defensive player named Dalvin. <laughs> yeah. What do we um, need? What do we need, Mike? Player, hey, we need somebody like Dalvin. Is Dalvin going to play the whole season? Like, they're they're. I feel like he's he he got a bunch of touches yesterday, but I feel like mm-hmm. he's going to be. It's not every drive. He's not. They're not pounding him into the ground every drive. I felt like yesterday was it was yeah. much more spread out. He he didn't take many you know terrible hits like he has in the past. I feel like he, he if he plays the whole season that would be huge for the Vikings. Yeah, I I mean Derrick Henry is the only player with more rushing yards than Dalvin Cook over the last three seasons. Yeah, like Jonathan Taylor should be in that discussion, but he came in the league in twenty twenty, so like two years. But right. I mean if he stays healthy. My good lord, like. There's so many fun things about this team. Like I'm excited for next Monday. Like I'll be putting together a paper like yeah. as, as it's going on. But, um, now do they have, yeah. do they have Joe Buck or is yes. there, isn't there another game? Uh, there's there two is. games, but do the Vikings get Joe Buck? Hmm. Let me look. Well, the other one's Bill's Titans. Yeah. So I don't know. Cause I feel like they might want to go with the, the bills. Let me see real quick. Let's see if 506 Sports has it. Usually pretty good with that stuff. Let's see. Uh, yes, they do. Guy. They do have Joe Buck. Because wow. it's because it's on ABC, too. NFC East. Yeah, Tennessee and Buffalo. Give gets, me the NFC East game. I know these gets, guys. Get Steve Levy, Lewis Riddick, and Dan Orlovsky. No, thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <sighs> I, I've said it before. ESPN's commentary crew for Monday Night Football should be Good announcer. Like, I, I don't know if Joe Buck could pull this off, but let's say Joe Buck, and then you add Rob Gronkowski, <laughs> and you add Pat McAfee. <laughs> and those two, like, McAfee's have Joe good. Buck call the game. Yeah. Oh, McAfee is awesome. Yeah. Like, I like him, like, as a WWE announcer, so I'm a little bit selfish. Probably you are, too. But at the same yeah. time, like, I think McAfee is a very good football commentator. He did, and I, he did I love college. him on game day. Yeah. And he's done a couple NFL games, I feel like, for Fox. Yeah. Well, it, and it would just be fun to have like Gronkowski and McAfee talk football <laughs> and like give like, each other shit for three hours while Joe Buck tries to like rein them in. <laughs> I feel like Gronk would get bored really fast because that's true. Because he's feel probably like, a better studio analyst. Yeah. Being an announcer, I feel like it's more work than, than we think it is. Like, we, some people might think like you just go in the booth and you just comment commenting mm-hmm. on the game. It's like, no, you gotta like interview people, you gotta you gotta scout the game too. Like like so Pat McAfee's already doing that stuff. He's he's doing college game day now. Yeah. Um so yeah, I'm I'll I'll watch some of the game night because of Joe Buck and, and Troy Eggman. So like I'll probably flip back and forth. Yeah, I uh yeah, so that'll be good. Hey, when's the last time the Vikings had a big win? And then went to Philly. Do you remember that? <sighs> <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for the Viking Age today. We do this every Monday and Thursday at 6.15 p.m. right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. You can like, comment, share, subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And you have a chance to win a Justin Jefferson jersey. Reminder, all the details are down in the comment section. So for Adam Patrick. I am Christian. If there's any left, by the way. Yes, and I will see you on Thursday night.
spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.